another episode of Best Friends. Well, you did on the first try. I did. I've gotten the hang of the name of this <laughs> podcast. We're now 3,000 episodes in, yes. and I got it. Finally. I want to talk to you, because I said, I'm in a fight with a, a oh. pin company. Yeah, yeah, you just said And that. Earwolf no longer uses this pin company, so I'm going to talk shit about them. <laughs> and I can... Not and these are wait. like apparel pins. Yes. Not the writing utensil. Not the writing utensil. It is, oh, dang, hold on. Let me find it real <laughs> quick uh, because they really rocked my socks off. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me find this. You got to get your receipts ready before you start talking shit. I know. What do you want to tell me real quick uh, while I look for this? What do I want to tell you? Um, um. I just have been shopping a lot. <laughs> what are you shopping for? Well, just to have fancy options for just-in-case moments. Like, okay. uh, I'm, I'm, I have a movie coming out soon called The Weeknd. Yes, bitch. Yes. That's my friend. Yes. She acted yes. her ass yes. off in this. Yes. yes. And we're going to be doing press. And... Not everything I'm doing has a budget for a stylist, mm -hmm. so I want to have things on deck for in case I need to look nice. Yeah, I've been doing that lately. I've been like, well, I'm not going to wear this now, but I might wear it at a later date. Mm -hmm. Okay, I found my interaction with Lapel Pins Express. Okay. It's the name of the company. <laughs> so I... Background information I had submitted pins that I wanted made, but I wasn't happy with the artwork. Not that they had done, just the artwork that I had as references. And I didn't realize how hard or laborious it was for them to do these mock-ups. I thought maybe you threw the picture in a generator and it showed you what the pin was going to look like. But I guess that's not what they do. I don't know. So August 3rd of 2019, I submitted a quote for two pins that I wanted. And then I was in and out of town, didn't really know uh, what was up. But nine days later, on a Saturday... I followed up. I said, hello, just wondering on the quote because I would like to have the pins by next week. Then Lapel Pins Express said, hello, Nicole, we've just pushed the quotes your way and should be able to re uh, you should be able to receive within the next few minutes. Now I'll be frank with you about this. I've searched the email history and I'm not hopeful about best investing the time of creating the artwork. If you would like to proceed with this design, please process the quotes and we'll send you the artwork back for approval. We will require the quotes to be submitted so we can create the artwork. <laughs> and he, uh, so I said, hi, under Understandable. I'm sorry you're not hopeful about an order. I'm just hopeful that I like the mock-ups you do, as I didn't with the others, hence me not ordering them. So I have to blindly order the pins without the art? Hello, Nicole. Maybe there's a difference of understanding in regards to how the art's approached, but when there's a defined size and art presented, we need to convert the resource into what is producible. If the size were to change up or down, that is... Uh, uh, what is able to be presented present also changes. This is like a paragraph. Whether or not this is liked does not change what is producible. Furthermore, anyone insinuating they can approve upon our production minimums is either misunderstood, lying, or using a different method, such as silk screens, which utilizes a different blah, blah, blah. It's to answer your question, they were like, no. So you just have to pay for the the quote and then we will uh, 
make the art for you. So like they're like, you have to pay for the art before we do the art. Um, and then as I say this being straightforward, I can blah, blah, blah. So then I was just like, I truly just want to know what the pins will look like before I order them. How should I proceed? And then he was like, defer to my second paragraph of the previous email. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. So then I said, done, paid. When can I see the art? Truly a difficult process. So thank you for that. And then they were like, this is two projects. We will not have it done in time uh, for us at closing at 6 p.m. because they're on East Coast time, but we'll have it for you tomorrow. And I said, okay. So then I liked the, I liked what I saw. So I ordered them and I wrote in the order, I will pay more to have this expedited because I want them uh, by Friday. And uh, I said, hi, I wrote with the order that I wanted it expedited. I never heard back if that was possible. I'm assuming I won't have them this week. I wrote with the order. I was happy to pay more, but I guess no one reads that. Good morning, Nicole. You've presumed correctly. It's not physically possible to have the production made and delivered by Friday, regardless of what was paid. Uh, the comments are read as well, but that's a different department responsible for the orders. I've only been notified as your request this morning. I do apologize for not being informed earlier. I will take that up with my coworkers and tell them to work harder. I was like, this man is now trolling me. So I said, ah, so when you fill out when you want the pins by the beginning of the process, that doesn't matter either. This whole thing has been interesting. Your company came highly recommended, and you've truly disappointed every step of the way. But you have my money, so who cares about the customer? <laughs> then he said, hi, Nicole. Uh, the date submitted and the date needed does matter, and I'm telling you, it's literally and not, figure, uh, not figuratively not possible. There are hard set production times. For the record, you submitted a date of August 9th initially, so I'm not sure how we'd send you the pins because you ordered them on August 14th. Now I'm going to be extremely frank here with you. I know who referred you to us, and for that reason, I've been biting my tongue throughout the whole process out of respect for them. I will continue to try to treat you with respect, but you've been passive-aggressive and demeaning from what I can tell. You could care less about the truth of the situation. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a soap opera. Um, and I, I am compassionate for my fellow men slash women. With that being said, there's a fine line between the desire to assist and tolerate that I've been treated poorly despite my best efforts to help. I hope you reconsider. <laughs> Consider your experience with us. I have not, hence me reading it on a podcast, as I do not believe we've been given a fair shake. So Earwolf recommend, or they were using this company. They am no longer using this company, which is why I'm talking about them. So then I said, August 3rd, which is before the 9th, is when I initially sent the request for a quote. When I didn't get one, I followed up on the 13th and had them ordered by the 14th. I would have followed up sooner, but I'm in and out of town. Your initial email was fully passive-aggressive and insulting, so I've just treated you the same way you've treated me. I apologize for asking for mock-ups and not ordering, which is what the backstory was I told you earlier. I think I didn't understand how much time that takes. I was just trying to find the perfect design so again i apologize for that now that you're saying that you've bitten your tongue to treat a customer professionally that's very cool hi nicole thank you for your apology it means a lot to me i want to take the time to apologize if my tone came across poorly i did not mean to offend or demean uh with the understanding of how difficult and time consuming it was to make the proofs the same for production can be said i have a newfound respect for you as our customers are not capable of apologizing <laughs> thank you nicole for leveling with me on this i'm gonna go i'm gonna do my best to go above Above and beyond to and ensure my tone is respectful and kind as possible. This was too much to get pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in the wrong, right? I don't. I don't think so. I felt like he was real. Like his tone was really condescending, and like, yeah, I'm not hopeful about the situation. I, I guess, I really did not understand that creating a mock-up, which is a picture, a picture of a pin. Yeah. Which to me would be just inverting the lines on the picture to metal. Yeah. To see what that would look like. Yeah. 
I didn't know that took time. I didn't know it was laborious. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that this company was sending me paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. I do not like them. So are you still getting pens from them? Sure am. Sure am. Have they come? No. And you can, you better believe I'm going to get them August 28th. I wanted them by the 18th. Dang. Yeah. So that's, that's my drama. I'm not, sometimes I've come to you and been like, this person, am I wrong? And you're like, fully. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Am I? Well, it, it's hard because you were reading all his emails in a tone. <laughs> so it seemed like he had an attitude, mm-hmm. but he may have not had an attitude when he was typing them. Yes. So whenever you started getting an attitude, may have been the first introduction to him mm-hmm. as to, oh, now we're going to have an attitude. Uh, and then Because some of the later ones, he definitely was having an attitude. Yes. But I don't know when he started for That's himself. You why know? I was like, I should explain. Because when I said I didn't like the artwork, it was my artwork and not theirs. And I guess he thought I was insulting them. Mm. It was a real, uh, a real roller coaster of a day, I got to say. This was all in one day? Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of co- correspondence. Yeah, like, baby. Get to making the pins if you have yeah. that much time to email. Make me my pins. That sucks. Yeah. It was the whole thing. And I ordered t-shirts from this place. It was great. They were like, the do same you like place? No, no, a different, different place. place. They were like, do you like this artwork? I said, no, you got you got adjusted. And they said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if only it could be that easy. Yeah, it was really nice. They're like, oh, we actually don't have the t-shirts that you ordered. We have a different company. It is slightly expensive. Do you mind? We can cancel that color if you do mind paying the like $100 extra. I was like, no, no, that's fine. I want that color. And they're like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And that was my correspondence with those people. Rush order tees. I like them. They rushed the order. <laughs> <laughs> they did exactly what they said they, they would did. do. Yeah. Also, I don't like that this guy said that you've been demeaning. So, like, he, even though he was biting his tongue, he wasn't. No. He he fully, he's like, I wouldn't say this, and then said everything Mm -hmm. that he was thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even even if you are having a bad time with this customer, Mm -hmm. do what you can to end the interaction as quickly as possible. Why are you dragging this out? I worked in retail. We would have people come in all the time. It was on 34th Street, the last place I worked. So it's a a hot pedestrian spot. Yeah. We knew when people weren't going to buy things. Mm -hmm. But I would go grab them a size because maybe they would buy something. Yeah. But also, I'm not a shareholder, uh, Paul Welshism. I don't (laughs) give a shit if you buy something or not. Yeah. I'm going to just treat you courteously because you might and you're a customer. Yeah. And I'm trying to work for the company. I'm like, maybe I'll order some. But then again, it was he he was very rude and I still spent money. Yeah. Well, you already locked it in. Early yeah. And I was like, well, I spent the $200 on the artwork, so I guess I have to buy them. And I just, I guess I didn't feel like doing more research to find a different company. Yeah. Hmm. I worked at Starbucks and like people get angry. But then they don't have their coffee. Uh-huh. I saw so many angry people at all hours of the day. Mm-hmm. And I I can't even think of a time I ever lost my cool. Because mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. You'll be here for 30 more seconds because mm-hmm. you're yelling at me and then you're going to leave. And then that's it. Like, oh, there was too much caramel at the bottom of this cup. Okay, I'll make a new one. That, and that's what they taught you, too. They're like, uh-huh. we don't give a shit. These mm-hmm. ingredients cost a nickel for us. <laughs> like, <laughs> And if, we charge $900 for a cup yeah, of coffee. If someone is angry about their their order, make mm-hmm. it again. 
Make it again. Don't charge them. Just make it again. Give it to them. Give them out the door. Kimmy Jordan, do you guys get heated when uh, you don't get what you want? Have you ever yelled at a customer service person or been yelled at by a customer service person? I'll answer first because I also used to work at Starbucks. Oh. Yes. And I had, I was really good at, uh-huh. <laughs> put it on the time. <laughs> um, I had, there was one incident where a customer came in. I did not help them. <laughs> and as I was giving another customer their coffee, mm-hmm. um, the, sh- I'll just say her gender, she proceeded to yell at me and been like, I have been waiting here for 10 minutes for the food item. And she's going on and on. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I let me get that right now. And she literally watched me go to the oven and I watched her too. And I put the food in the oven and I closed the oven and I waited staring right at her. (laughs) And then I brought it back to her and I was like, I'm so sorry. Whoever forgot this clearly doesn't know what they're doing. (laughs) And so I knew kind of, I don't like having confrontations Uh and I don't like drama. So for me, Knowing the kind of steps mm-hmm. of being like, whatever you want, mm-hmm. I'll make. Mm-hmm. You know how to diffuse it. Yes. yes. That's nice. Yeah. It's an important skill. There, Kimmy? Yeah. I am a little bit of a people pleaser mm-hmm. and a little bit of a puddle when aggression <laughs> comes towards me. <laughs> so I tend to also shift whatever I am to make people happy. But I also, my one like customer facing job I had was at Anthropology, And I think it's the candle mm. mi- smell mix in that in that store because people would come in angry and soften within like two minutes so I would be there on a like Black Friday and people would be very nice and reasonably helpful so Mm -hmm. that was I had a unique experience I once worked at Lane Bryant which is a fat lady clothing store one of the only brick and mortars you can go to Um, and I worked there for a very long time this one lady (laughs) returned white capri pants with brown stains on the side. Oh it was as if she ate a bunch of chocolate with her hot little thingies and then just used the pants as a napkin and went, these are dirty. I'll take these right off and return them. And she was like, I want to return these. I never wore them. And there's stains all over. And there was like creases from where she had sat. And I was like, ma'am, you fully wore these. And she was like, how dare you? And I was like, but you know, the customer's always right. I'll return these. Called my manager over and she was like, ma'am, you wore these. There is chocolate all over them. And she was like, no, it's not. And we were like, we had a good chuckle. Mm-hmm. And then this lady returned pantyhose with period stains oh in them. Oh, my God. Elaine Bryant, at the time, they didn't have a very strict return policy. You could have bought something in 1987 mm-hmm. and returned it that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if the tags were still on. Whoa. Like, we would get things returned with, like, old Lane Bryant tags. Whoa. Like, old, old, old vintage tags. And we would have to take them back, and then we would ship them either to the warehouse or just, like, put them on clearance for a penny. Wow. And this woman came in with period stain, a pantyhose, and she was like, I want to return these. They ripped upon me putting them on. And I was like, girl, that is not you wore these and she was like no I didn't and then I was like oh yeah why am I arguing with this woman so then I called my manager again over and then she was like ew she literally said ew with the woman and then she walked away and she was like Nicole just returned them I said okay so then I made a very big production of putting a bag over my hand to touch them and then like a, like picking up dog shit and then like 
pulled it out, tied it off. Cause I, and then I very loudly was like, no one should touch these, but you can't just throw them out. You have to put a damage ticket on it. So like I wrote on the damage ticket, I was like full of blood. Wow. <laughs> and I said to the woman, I was like, I hope you're happy that you made me touch that. That was disgusting. And she was like, how dare you talk to me that way? And I was like, I don't give a shit. You're that's disc. <laughs> I, that's, you got your money back, but that's nasty. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. And like a health hazard. Truly. I'm not trying to touch your period. No, thank you. No one's really trying to touch anybody else's period. I barely want to touch my period. (laughs) Yuck. Uh, I'll tell you what I don't like with customer service is, well, one, when it's bad. But also, I don't like when people are like fake little robots. Mm -hmm. And some, you know, some people get trained that way. But when, when it's just like immediately like, hello, ma'am, do you need it? Like, like, Mm -hmm. uh, oh, anything you need? And I'm like, I just want you to, you can be nice to me Mm -hmm. and talk to me like a person. I don't want to feel like I'm your king because I know that's a goddamn lie. Uh We're at Nordstrom. Like, I'm not a king here. I just want you to get me some shoes or something. Like, why are you, it's just, I don't like people like literally bowing down to be like, anything you want, Mm -hmm. anything at all. And I'm like, ugh, just like, I just, I can see that, well, I I guess maybe because I've worked in retail, I'm like, I can see that you're Mm -hmm. a person. Not everyone sees that, which really sucks. And so maybe there are people who want that treatment, mm-hmm. but I would rather yeah. you talk Leave to me. me alone until I ask for something. I used to run a scam at Nordstrom. <laughs> it's bad. It's a bad scam. <laughs> what is it? What is but it? when I didn't have money, I figured out a way to make money. Mm-hmm. I would steal expensive things from Nordstrom and return them. Mm. And at Nordstrom at the time, they had a policy because it's a high-end store that you can get the refund however you wanted it. You can get it back on your card. Ooh. You can get it in cash. Wow. So I would ask for cash. Of course. But then if you do it too much, they put you on the list. Were you on the list? No. <laughs> Were you going to different Nordstroms? No. And I did it twice. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I don't want I don't want this to like catch up to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Smart. don't want to. Then you find yeah, I was a bad, bad little girl in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Now I don't steal. Didn't Except you for Voss Water from Gelson's. <laughs> So if you see me in Gelson's just sipping, no, I'm not paying. <laughs> I did not bring this water with me. Sure didn't. Didn't you go to like Macy's jail or sure something? Sure did. <laughs> Macy's has a jail holding cells under their store at 34th Street. Uh, I was shoplifting with a friend. I taught my friend how to do it correctly. She did it incorrectly. She left sensors in the fitting room. You never leave evidence. And they asked me to explain how I did it. Because I was very good at shoplifting. And I explained to the woman how I did it. Uh, So I'll tell everyone. uh, Get out of frame. You see a camera. Get closer to the camera because you're not seen. So like get right under that camera. Shove everything in your bag. Or no, no, no. So sorry. Don't shove it in your bag. Uh, I would take one hanger, put two shirts on it. So when I was going to the fitting room, it looked like I had one item, but I really had two. Take the sensor off. uh, But also I would take a ton of more things into the fitting room. Take the sensor off. Put the sensors in a pair of jeans. When you walk out, you're like, I'm going to keep this shirt and the jeans you can keep everything else so it seems like you're a shopper and then as you walk through the store you're like i can't afford this you put the shirt back on the rack and you put the jeans at the back of the rack because when they touch them they're not going to touch the back of the rack first Mm -hmm. all the sensors are in the back of that rack so then you leave the store and i'm not going to set off any sensors and then you don't know how i you know i took something you know it but you don't know how I did it. Yeah. And then I can always say, no, I don't want you to look in my bag. And then they go, why not? And you're like, because it's invasive. Watch me walk through the detector. It's not going to go off because I didn't take anything. And then you leave. 
and you haven't set up any sensors. But my friend left a bunch of sensors in the fitting room, Ugh. and she was like, I know you have merchandise in your bag. And I was like, I don't. And she was like, I do. And I was like, you bitch. <laughs> and then... They, yeah, then we got arrested and went to Macy's jail. How long did it take you to figure out that process? Um, not that long. Uh, I... The brain of a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't have any money. And I was like, I need to look good. <laughs> <laughs> I need clothes. And at that time, I had lost weight. So, like, I actually needed to buy, like, we're not buy, I needed clothes, but I didn't have the money. Um... But I had worked in retail for a very long time. And we would find sensors in the fitting room. And I was like, oh. Mm. Oh, so they're just ripping them out of the clothes and walking around with holes in their clothes. <laughs> and I was like, well, we weren't quick enough to find that. But if you rip the sensor off, but you don't leave it in the fitting room, how will they know you've taken something? Mm -hmm. And then I found a pair of jeans at the back of the rack full of sensors. And I was like, oh. So I didn't figure it out. Someone showed me. Oh. Someone showed me the way. You're like, I can't believe someone would do that in our store. I'm going to do that in and a I'm different store. <laughs> well, I would never do it in my store. I'm of not going to steal where I work. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never. Never stole from Lane Bryant. And you shouldn't. No, because they were giving me little measly paychecks. Mm -hmm. You better believe Did I you work. free clothes. No, we had this thing called Sophie's Palooza or Sophie's Closet or something like that. So Sophie was like the perfect Lane Bryant employee. She loves eating and wearing clothes. I don't fucking know. But she was like the the model that we had to like live up to. And Sophie's Closet, we would get 55% off. Okay, that's good. Yes. But like when jeans are $100, I didn't have $50 to spend. So I opened up a Lane Bryant credit card mm -hmm. with like the highest APR. Store cards are a racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I finally paid that off, I wrote on my check, Lame Giant. <laughs> they did not like that. <laughs> I still think it's very funny. <laughs> I worked at um this like high end store where everything was like organically made and for women who summer. Gary Graham. Ah, Gary Oldman. Yeah, you keep calling Gary Oldman. <laughs> and uh, I was really bad. I, like, I was good at selling things, but mm -hmm. I just couldn't get the cash register. Like, because I learned there's two, di there's two different locations and mm -hmm. a different cash register system at each one. That's insane. And then they both changed two weeks after I started working That's there. wild. You can't do that. And I was like, well, I'll just never learn. And but so your POS system should be very easy. It should be scan- Total, what are you paying with? You'd think, but I feel like I had to put in so many but I had to push so many buttons and put in all these numbers, and I fucked up every <laughs> transaction I've ever done. Like, and I only worked the weekends, so on mm -hmm. Monday they had to cl clean up all my shit. I like overcharged people. I undercharged people. I had to call someone and be like, "I'm sorry, I didn't charge you enough. Can you please? Can you come back to the store?" And she's like, "Are Such you kidding me? Sheer. It was bad. It That's was bad. Funny. And they fired me." Because they should have. <laughs> they absolutely should have. Wait, I didn't know Gary Oldman fired you. Straight up fired me. <laughs> but they helped me get unemployment, which they didn't have to do. It was very nice of them. Um, they were like, we like her. She just can't be here. I think so. They're like, we like this dummy. <laughs> she does, she's real bad at her job, but she's That's nice. <laughs> uh, and thankfully, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to see if I can ride this unemployment audition for commercials and see how it goes. And that was like my last survival job. Um, but I did go back at... You booked a Verizon commercial. Apple. Oh. Did I also, did I book a Verizon commercial? I distinctly remember being on a bus and you were like, I got a Verizon commercial. Maybe it I did. It may have been Apple. I, I definitely booked an Apple commercial. I just remember really wanting to tell a bus full of people that my friend had booked something. Aww. 
<laughs> and then I was like, you can't. <laughs> they also wouldn't care. You're on the M104 bus. <laughs> zooming up Broadway. Nobody gives a shit. Maybe I did. I don't know. It could have been like one of those uh, buyout things. Mm. Well, I would scroll through text messages, but you don't have that number anymore. And I deleted it ever since I didn't even I, think it would go that far back. Uh, oh, you don't think? I don't think so. Oh. I think they like stop after a while. Because oh. we also we have, we have different phones. But I plug in my phone each time I get a new phone, so my text messages transfer over. Really? So you have texts from years ago? Yes. Show me. <laughs> Show okay. me something from 2014. Okay. She's furiously swiping. Oh, my God. This is hard. Do you, like, delete your text messages? I don't, but I don't think they transfer. I'll do you one better, 2012. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 2012. Okay. 13. Can you find a... Uh, wait, what is that? What is what? That's just your messages? Yeah. Whoa. Um. Can you find one that we texted from back in the day? Well, <sighs> this is hard. <laughs> Well, yes, I would have to find, I would have to like go into the text message and scroll because I, I talked to you. Mm-hmm. These are people I haven't spoken to since like 2015. Oh, I guess I can do that too. Mine only goes to 2015. I found one between you, me, and my old roommate Ryan, mm-hmm. Ryan Beck. And we were saying happy Valentine's Day to each other. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. I found one from December 14th, 2015. Josh Sharp said, I mean, Hamilton, it's like nuts good, right? So she said, oh, yes. So good. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Oh, yes. So good. Uh, yeah, I have so many. I Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to get rid of them. Hmm. I'm crazy. I just assumed that I wouldn't have these anymore. No, you do. You got to, like, you have to get rid of them. Mm. But they do take space on your phone, don't they? Uh, yeah. The, here's, a, here's a Postmate message that I have from 2016. Hey, this is the girl who ordered the pizza. I don't want it anymore, so just, like, keep it? Seriously. They said, what? Are you sure? I said, yeah. It would take too long to cancel, or it would take too long to, like, cancel it through the app. I'll tip you anyway as well. And he said, oh, yeah, I saw it was a prepaid order. Wow. Well, if you're sure, don't. Uh, if you don't want leftovers, I was getting a little hungry, so thank you so much. I was like, you're welcome. He was like, have a wonderful night. You too. Aw. I was getting a little hungry. So that's a really nice, I'm really nice. so nice. I, you know, like, just so nice. (laughs) I have so many. I feel like you should send that text message to the pin company. Uh, this like, is customer service done this right. This is customer service. You guys suck. I missed therapy this morning. Why? How? Because I was in my bed having a great time with my dog. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I don't have to be anywhere until 11. Scoot about. And then uh, <laughs> truly was like, I was supposed to be at therapy at 9.30 or 10 or something. Oh, dang. And then I called Mary and was like, I truly forgot. I'm so sorry. And I said, I wrote it down in my plan. And I went, I won't forget. And she went, okay. And then she called back. And she was like, I didn't want to be patronizing, but I was going to call to remind you. And I said, Mary, you know me. That's not patronizing. Yeah. I'm forgetful. I write things down and I'm forgetful. Yeah, you know, I even... 
circled therapy. Hmm. What if, if you know it's a morning thing, you set an alarm while, like, like at you write it down, and then right after you write it down, you pick up your phone, and then you go to the little timer thing. And then you set an alarm. alarm. And then you can even label the alarm and say therapy. Ah, yeah. So you Maybe know, I should do that. So you're like, what's this alarm for? Oh, oh therapy. Oh, I have therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't wake up to an alarm today. Mm-hmm. I woke up at... Uh, what time did I wake up? I left my house at 10.30, so I woke up at 10? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You're right. I should do that. I should do that. Oh, my God. Because you're, like, giving yourself a task to, like roll out of bed and check mm-hmm. on what you have to do that day. Mm-hmm. But if your alarm gel- tells you, then you you don't have to do the Bitch, work. <laughs> you thriving. <laughs> trying. I'm trying to, I mean, yeah, I keep trying to think of like little hacks to trick myself mm-hmm. into pr- productivity. <laughs> it's fucking hard, it's bro. Hard. It's hard. Um, I sent you, we, <laughs> I keep talking about pole dancing, but. We love it. Got a pole in my house, and I sent you a video where I got a pole sit, and I was, I'm still so elated. You hit it perfectly. I am so, and then I haven't posted on Instagram yet, but you can hear me huffing and puffing because it was like the fifteenth time I did it. The end of the video, I went, oh, I did it. <laughs> it was really funny because you weren't even facing the camera. You're like, nope. I did it. <laughs> and I was like, she did. Uh, and you were proud of me. And Eleanor was proud of me because I send Eleanor <laughs> anything I do on poll. And I'm sure she's like, I don't care anymore, Nicole. No, I'm sure she does. Uh, I love Eleanor. It's weird. I meet people and then sometimes I'm like, this person I'll love forever. And yeah. for like, Literally no reason. Eleanor I love because she's like cool. She is cool. <laughs> and I think she's 21 even though I think she's like 27 or 28 <laughs> or something like that. We're like pretty close in age but I'm like she's cool and she's a teen. I need to put her under my <laughs> wing. She's like I'm a she's like, woman. I'm a full bird. I have my own fucking wings you dumb bitch. I went to pole uh, yesterday? Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the exotic dance mm-hmm. one. And not that challenging because there are a bunch of beginners in there. And mm-hmm. the teacher said, uh, Jenny was like, if you guys put your hand this way, it's like, um, I guess Hustler's the movie or something. But mm-hmm. I want you to put your hand this way. And then I was like, oh, is Hustler's the movie going to like throw a bunch of tourists mm-hmm. our way? Probably. I think we're going to have like a mass influx oh. of like randos being like, I want to do that. Yes. I want to be. I want to be J Lo. I want to spin. Yeah, get out of here! It's only for fucking people who are obsessed and crazy. Oh. Yeah, I think it probably will throw a lot of people into like level ones. Yeah, but I think we should probably. I think it's time that we move to level two. I think so. Yeah, I was bored. I was like, I think I need another. Yeah, because in my last level one, I was like, I know how to do this. Yeah. And I think what's going to, we have to be okay with being behind in a level two. Yes. Because I don't, it's, it's worse to be ahead in a level yeah, one. Cause Cause it's I'm just fun anymore. Yeah. I'm like, or not, not fun anymore. It's great it's to like fun. practice stuff. But my class on Monday, uh, sorry if you listen and you were in my class. <laughs> what a bunch of dummies. <laughs> I could not figure out how these women were 
fucking up their feet. I was like, mm-hmm. because when I can't figure out a move, I will stand at the pole and go, my foot goes here, my hand goes here, okay. And then I'll try to execute it. I will show you this video of this one woman. <laughs> I didn't post it because <laughs> it was like, I the camera was in the back, so it wasn't the best angle. But homegirl... Uh, for an hour we worked on like and around the world and around the world is where you go around the pole and you replace one foot with your other foot my friend could not figure that out she couldn't even do a half around the she couldn't halfway go across the world it was insane and then to a back hook and then she couldn't i was like just do the back hook alone it's amazing how many people don't know their own body well yeah i didn't really know my own body until i started pulling yeah but i understood my right and my left yeah just like sometimes they're people's brains are like, mm-hmm. like she's like okay put your right arm here mm-hmm. and your left arm here and people are like oh boy oh, no. do i put my foot up and she's like no i never said foot mm-hmm. I just, t- just two arms <laughs> right arm here left arm here <laughs> oh my god <laughs> should put, put my crotch over here no put my crotch <laughs> over here pull my pussy out <laughs> For pole comp, have you ever read the rules for pole competition? No. There's a rule that's like, please no licking the pole. Your genitalia has to be covered. <laughs> uh, there was another one. It was like no bodily fluids. And I love reading rules like that because that means someone peed during the competition on the pole. Ugh. Someone licked the pole during the competition, and Ugh. someone whipped out their fucking genitalia during this competition. They're like, I, I know how I'll win. <laughs> I'll show I'll, you no. know what? You know, people climb the pole with their knees and mm. legs. I'll climb it with my pussy. <laughs> and that is a skill. If, that, if I saw someone do that, I'd be like, give them all the you awards. You win. I'll make you a medal. <laughs> it doesn't exist in this world, but I'll make it for you. Oh, boy. Let's take a quiz. Q-U-I-Z. <laughs> I would really love to do what, what chain restaurant you are. Okay, great. I'm gonna guess right off the top, chilies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what yours would be. Okay, okay. If you can only eat one of these foods the rest of your life, what would you choose? Chicken fingies and Frenchies, pizza, a burgie, mac and cheese, lobster, or pancakes. Okay, so if you answer lobster, it's gonna be red lobster. Pancakes, uh, I have. Yep, a burger. <laughs> I think Pizza might Hut. be chilies, mac and cheese. I'm not sure what mac and cheese would be. Okay, Panera rest bread? of my life, I love chicky fingies, but I love a burgie. Mm. You know what? It comes with Frenchy fries, so I'm gonna say chicken fingies and French fries. Um, I wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> I do love a burgie. <laughs> Burgies are hearty. Um, a burgie. Okay. I say a burgie. Um, I will say... Ugh, I want to say pizza. Yeah, you mm. like pizza. I like pizza. I love pizza, but... You even have a tattoo of pizza. I do have a tattoo of pizza. And my special is called Pizza Mind. <laughs> yes. And you're currently eating pizza right now. Yes, I am pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I got to cut down on gluten. Oh, I got, no. I got a thyroid thing. And my doctor was mm-hmm. like, you should stop doing that so you could be healthy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and all these are pretty much gluten-based things. Mm. But I, I'm not strict about it. I'll have the chicken fingies and Frenchies. Mm, good choice. Well, we'll probably be together, so I'll, I'll eat some of that. Okay, which U.S. city would you like to call home? New York, Austin. 
Chicago, Chicago Los, Los Angeles, Angeles San, San Francisco, Miami. Miami. Um, well, we do call Los Angeles our home. I do miss New York, but I actually really love LA right now. Same. So I like I would like to call LA my home. What's wait, is it Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago? Uh-huh. Major cities. I think Austin. You wanna live in Austin? Yeah. Well, our long distance friendship starts again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love Austin. I love uh Barton Springs. Yeah, me too. Okay, how do you take your little eggs? Scrambies, sunny side, side up. up, hard boiled. Get the fuck up out of here. Poach. Poach, never heard of it. Over, over medium, medium, no, no eggs. eggs for me. I love an over medium egg, but I also love a scrambled egg because you can eat it with your fingers. Scramble. What? <laughs> You've been eating scrambled eggs with your fingers? For, for how long? I've never seen you do that. Well, in my apartment in New York, I only ate them with chopsticks or my fingers. Whoa. Uh, in my home now, I eat them with my fingers or a spoon. Is, it, it, is this why you don't want to get breakfast with me? <laughs> You're like, only dinner. Because I don't, <laughs> I'm a monster in the morning. <laughs> I only use my hands. You don't, you don't eat serious. No. No. I'll tell you something. We did go out and have brunch after a Sunday, and I did get eggs, and I struggled <laughs> eating them with a fork. Whoa. I just wanted to use my fingers because I, I love it. Huh. I love eating with my fingers. You've never noticed that? I mean, I guess when you usually eat with your fingers, it's a finger food. Mm. I can't think of a thing where I've been like, that doesn't belong in her fingers. Like, you know that arugula salad that I love? Yeah. I would love to just eat that with my fingers. <laughs> I just love eating with my fingers. Okay. All right. And I really try to restrain myself when sure. I'm out in public because people really look at you funny. <laughs> but pizza, I have to eat. I have to tear it apart with my fingers. Ah. I don't like to just eat it. Yeah. I like tearing. Sure, sure, sure. So, scrambies. <laughs> An over medium egg is really hard to eat with your fingers. <laughs> I'll tell you something. A lot of disasters have happened in private. I I'm sure. When I went to... Atlanta, I, they let me order room service for free. So I got scrambies, um, a baggie. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. A bagel <laughs> and uh, uh, bacon. And I was so delighted to sit on that bed and eat it all with my fingers. Aww. I love eating with my fingers. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll eat a sunny side up egg with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which one of these movies is your favorite? Ratatouille? <laughs> Jiro Dreams of Sushi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Lunchbox. Chef. Julie Julia Chocolat. I'm going to say Julie Juliet because I really loved Meryl's performance, but I also really love Ratatouille. Mm. I love a rat that's cooking. <laughs> oh. I, oh. I'm, gonna, I'm basing this mostly on posters because I haven't seen all these movies. You haven't seen Ratatouille? I have seen Ratatouille. I have seen... Julia Julia? No. I've seen Chocolat, if you could believe that. Oh, yeah. I can't. Um, and Chef is about an old chef who dates a beautiful young woman. Is that what it's about? Mm-hmm. Wait, is that where he opens a food truck mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. And then I believe Scarlett Johansson was who he was dating. Look at that man on that poster. I don't think that's right. I don't see Scarlett Johansson on that poster. No, he's not dating anyone <laughs> in the movie. Come on now. He I takes. Oh, his he ex-wife his... is uh, yeah. Sophia Vergara yeah. and not, <laughs> not Scarlett Johansson at Whatever. all. Whatever. Scarlett Johansson represents all races, mm-hmm. okay? She can be a tree if she, she wants to. She can be a fucking tree. <laughs> 
okay. Scarlet could be this Icelandic bottle of water that's sitting on this table. She okay. is every woman. She would act us <laughs> under the table if we had a bottle acting contest, okay? Try to be a tree right now. Scarlet could do better. <laughs> also, you being a tree was to just wave your hand. I was trying to put it for It was really funny. Be a tree. Your hand emerged from your blanket that you have on. <laughs> Flicked it out. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to say ratatouille because I really like uh, b- uh, little rats. I'm going to say chocolate. It was romantic. Was it? Was it about eating chocolate and fucking? Yeah. All right. Yeah, essentially. That's great. Where would you like to vacation? Pettis, Tokyo, Sydney, Cape Town, Buenos Aires, New York. Cape Town looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. It does look beautiful. But that's South Africa, right? Yeah. I've heard it's dangerous. And by heard, I watched 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> uh, and they say it several times in an episode. Oh, boy. I'm going to say Paris. I've never been. I want to see the Eiffel Tower. I want to eat baguettes. I want to say, Je m'appelle Nico. Where is Buenos Aires? Argentina. Argentina. That looks fine. I'll go there. Okay. How do you like your steak? Rare. I love a rare, rare steak. Rare, medium, rare, medium, medium, well, well, well done. No steak, no steak for, me. for me. I would like uh, medium. Although you took me to a steak place where I said medium and they made it rock hard. <laughs> they did not know what they were doing. They did not. Where was that? Wherever places where the prostitutes were, where we saw condoms ah, on the floor. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's classy establishment. Mm-hmm. I love it. Which condiment is your go-to? Ketchup, mustard, sriracha, mayonnaise, barbecue. No condiments for me. I do love me some ketchup. I like barbecue. You do like barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Finally, which song named after a dessert would you like to listen to? American Pie by Don McLean, Milkshake by Khalees, Cotton Candyland, Elvis, Birthday Cake, Rihanna, Rihanna uh, Savory Truffle? Savoy. Savoy Truffle, right? Or is it savory? Savoy. Yeah, Savoy. I don't understand. <laughs> Candy by Mandy Moore. <laughs> Missing you like candy. Savoy truffle. <laughs> Birthday cake, 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 cake. Cotton candy lion. All the boys bring my milkshakes to the yard. <laughs> Those are the songs. And what was the first one? Oh, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Yeah, Everybody gets a piece <laughs> with pie for the everybody. Okay, I'm going to say, uh-oh, it's between Milkshake, Birthday Cake, and Candy. Yeah, I like all those songs. I'm going to say Milkshake because I really love milkshakes. I'm going to say what Birthday Cake. Because it's fun. It's a fun song. You. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm IHOP. You're IHOP. You're a morning person with an affinity for the sweeter things in life. Self-care is of the utmost importance. That's why she is wearing linen. Once you're out of bed, you seize the day and treat yourself uh, to every 
earthly delight that catches your dang eye. I would say half of that's true. I'm definitely not a morning person. No. No. But you do seize the day. I seize the day. Yeah. I like sweet things. Yeah. I'm Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a Cracker Barrel. I don't think I have either. Well, I may be young in age, but you have an old soul. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> You've never totally related to people in your generation. You're more what? happy acting like your grandma. <laughs> you believe in good manners, old-fashioned hospitality, and most of all, comfort food. Wait a minute. That's actually completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I act like a grandma. You don't. You actually act young. You're young at heart. You yeah. act young. You don't like old-fashioned anything. Yeah, you I'm don't a have good manners. Child. <laughs> I don't have good You don't have good manners. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't have any manners. Huh. That was a wild quiz. What a wild quiz. Full of lies. Yeah, what a lying quiz. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Should we take some calls? Yeah. It's time for a phone call. Everybody. Call. <laughs> call you with your body. Call. <laughs> call us back. All right. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sashir. My name is Catherine. I just wanted to first off let you know how much I love you. You guys are fantastic. Um, So I have this problem because my best friend and I have been best friends since, like, middle school. And now we are both in our junior years of college. And she just doesn't really understand that I don't really have a lot of free time because I'm working two jobs to put myself through school and I'm also going to school full time year round and her parents are paying for her to go to school so she only has to go to school and do that which is fantastic I wish I had that going for me but you know not always how it is but how do I explain to her that I'm not trying to neglect her as a friend but I'm on like, I'm over here doing my own thing so that I can have a good career later on in life and that I, her, I value her friendship. But ugh, I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. Thanks. Bye. I think you explained just that to her. Be like, hey, girl, I'm working two jobs and I'm going to school. I'm I'm tired and I, I don't want to spread myself too thin because I do want to do well in school. But every other week, let's have a standing date where we do go out. Yeah, I think you can. uh plan things ahead of time because mm-hmm. if she's like texting you and you're not available and, and then her perception of that is oh she's never mm-hmm. available but that's not true you are available sometimes yes. so let her know when those times are you're, if you're like uh saturday afternoons i'm yours mm-hmm. and then she can plan for that and then hang out with her other friends when you're at work i think that's great we yeah. solved your problem <laughs> <laughs> am i taller than you right now yeah yeah it's that big old butt. It's so big. <laughs> Hi, Nicole and Sophia. Um This is I'm so funny. The transcription says, Hi, Nicole, interfere. <laughs> it's really funny. Google doesn't want to acknowledge my no. name. Nicole and Sophia, I'm calling because I'm having some issues with one of my old best friends. Um, uh, we met at work a couple years back and We've drifted apart a bit over the years, partially because I've left the state, and I try to see her once, twice a year um, on either work trips to, to go back to where she is or if she comes and sees me. Um, but we are supposed to kind of do this annual trip that I've been pushing off because she's a Trumper, and 
given the current climate, it's just really kind of difficult to be friends and have the same fun, silly conversations we used to when our world is completely bursting into flames. So if you have any advice on do I do I try to keep the friendship alive? Do I do a uh, a no politics rule, but it's 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 really hard to to have a whole weekend and politics never come up or or have it ruin our friendship. So sorry for rambling. Any advice would be great. Thanks. Bye. Well, I uh, after college, I lived with my ex stepmom. She was married to my dad from when I was eleven to like eighteen. So she was like around for the formative years of my life. And she was great to uh, go to for advice when I didn't want to go to either my mm-hmm. biological parents. And and then I lived with her after they split and after I graduated from college. And I didn't realize how conservative she was. I, and I don't mm-hmm. know if she became more conservative or if she had been that conservative, but we never talked about politics because I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I lived with her during the first Obama election. And I remember her being really excited about Sarah Palin and mm. not even so much John McCain, but just being like, you know, the whole mama bear, like I take care of my kids thing mm-hmm. stuck out to her. And we would have these discussions that would kind of turn into deba- debates that would really get me upset. But then my stepmom was kind of like, well, just because we're talking about this doesn't mean like it's the end all be all. Like mm-hmm. she's like, I don't hate you. I don't think you're dumb. Like I love you. We can have disagreements and talk about mm-hmm. it and uh, kind of coexist still. And and we did. And that was like a a good lesson because I did still I do still love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I wish she didn't think some of the things she thinks. But because I know her, I do understand a little bit of why she thinks the way she mm-hmm. thinks. Like, you know, I think a lot of uh, Republicans or people on the cons- more conservative th- side might like the idea of having se- security. Like she was, she loved security in all aspects. She had like a huge, like a very intense home security system. Mm-hmm. She didn't want, she wanted job security. She wanted uh, health security. And, th- and so anything that seemed like a threat could that that was something that she was like this is bad Mm -hmm. uh she also was i don't know if she has looked back at this email chain and thought it was crazy but she also was a part of some like wild email chain that was like obama's the antichrist and (laughs) and she'd forward forward me these things and i was straight up like don't um but anyway i'll say all that to say it is possible to talk to somebody and coexist with them and not have that ruin the relationship. Mm-hmm, I agree. Because you guys can learn from each other or maybe you'll enlighten this person by sharing their views because some people fear what they don't know. And if you're like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be really covert about, about pouring Pour. this water. It's so loud. It's, it's very loud. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but if they like, if you're like, hey, I don't know. This this issue is important to me for this reason. They have a better understanding about it because they know you and they like mm-hmm. you. And it's like, oh, if this, if you care about that, maybe I can think a little bit differently about it. Not saying it's your job to change this person's mind about anything, mm-hmm. but just you having a different opinion can open their mm-hmm. mind a little bit. So I don't think you have to have a no politics rule because it might come up. But mm-hmm. also, 
It might not. If y'all are yeah. like really good friends, hopefully you'll be having so much fun that you... That you don't have time to talk about yeah. politics. I agree with you. I think having a no politics rule is kind of wild because if you do talk about current events, a lot of current events have to do with politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you should hate this this person because they support Trump. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of people who support Trump and they're not dumb. They're mm-hmm. not... They're not, you know, bad people. Well, some of them are bad people, but also some people who like Democrats are bad people. That that happens. Um, I think I don't think it's important for you to understand where she's coming from. I, I think it's important for you to understand that you can agree to disagree. It is not your job to change her mind. You probably cannot change her mind in the same way that she cannot change your mind. Uh, or them. I don't I don't know the genders. Uh, but I do think it's nice if you do get into a discussion to go, hey, I'll voice my opinion and I don't want to argue. Mm-hmm. I'll say my piece, you say your piece, and we can truly just agree to disagree. Yeah. But after that, let's get on a jet ski. <laughs> you know? Wait, where are they? Like I in the Midwest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's get on a jet get ski. Get on a jet ski. Yeah. If this person's, like, harping on it, that mm-hmm. sucks. But yes. if they, you know, wait, I guess, yeah, wait to see if, they, if they're even going to go there. Because maybe yeah, they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe she, maybe they like Trump and they have no intentions of uh, saying it out loud. Yeah. But I will say, people love to talk about how much they love Trump when they love Trump. Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah. But, you know. That's the beauty of America. You yeah, give choice. it a try. And if yeah. it's annoying, don't ever talk to her again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't, don't, don't talk to her. You know what? A funny thing about Trump supporters with the kids in the cages situation, a lot of them will def- they'll be like, that's an old Obama program. And I'm like, Obama hasn't been in office in three years, almost four years. Yeah. So even if it was an old program, the kids are in the cages. Uh, Mr. Trump could let them free. Your argument's weird. Yeah. But that being said, if you voted for him, that's okay. Keep listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. What is your advice for someone who doesn't feel confident in their friendships? I have someone who I always refer to as my best friend, but she never refers to me as hers. She also has another friend who she mentions in the past is her best friend. I never feel like enough for her. Oh, or really anyone for that matter? No. I very much feel like I'm a boring, oh, no, that I'm a boring friend and I wouldn't be missed if I was gone. No, girl. I hope that's like a gone, like I left the room gone and not a different type of gone. Uh, I really don't want to talk to her about it because I feel like I sound like a whiny little bitch. Thanks for your help. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, that bums me out. That bums um, me out, too. I don't think you're the boring friend. I think people really underestimate how boring everyone is. Yeah. Um, it does kind of suck that you refer to her as your best friend and she does not refer to you that way. But that just means there's room in your in your life for an actual best friend. Yeah. That you can look at each other in the eye and go, you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like we do all the mm-hmm. time. I wake up in the morning and I say, I must call her and tell her she's my best <laughs> friend. Uh, yeah, I think you would want it to be a, a reciprocated thing. Yes. So if this girl's not your best, if she doesn't say she's your best friend, then I don't think she is your best friend. Uh, yeah. And I think you, you, you it's now, now's the time. It's prime time, baby. Yeah, this can open up a new opportunity for you to find yes. other people who like you. Yes. And like what you're doing. You gotta go find your people. You gotta go find people who will miss you when you leave the room. Absolutely. You miss me when I leave the room. I do. Okay. Dearly. I came in here twice when we took a break and I didn't know where you were. (laughs) I came in once before the bathroom. I was like, where is she? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, what we're saying is get into a sick codependent yeah. relationship <laughs> where you're apart for minutes and worry. Yeah, I don't think there's you don't have to like spend time worrying about this particular yeah. friendship because I've had that too where I've been friends with somebody and uh, thought that we were closer than we actually were, or mm-hmm. they showed me enough to for me to realize, oh, okay, yes, I view this as a different thing than she does. Yes, so I will readjust, and now you know we're still friends and it's mm-hmm. great, but it, now I just don't expect as mm-hmm. much from that person because they can't give that to me. Yeah, I had a best friend in my life who we were pretty inseparable, and we like lived together, and then we just grew apart and then I realized that maybe some of the stuff she was doing wasn't great for me in my life so I was like it's okay for me to separate a little bit from like get a little distance so I can really take a look at this friendship and then make a choice if I want to continue it or blah 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 um yeah I wonder if she can still I wonder if she still considers me a best friend that'd be wild if I texted her I'm like do you think (laughs) do you what do you think about this also like what if she's like yes do you want to talk every day? And you're like, oh, no. And I'd be like, oh, how do we go back in time? Where's that DeLorean? <laughs> For minutes before I sent that text. If you had a DeLorean, where would you go? Definitely. Well, we're like at the end and we should wrap up, right? Sorry, Jordan. Got to get this question in. And I'm going to ask everybody. <laughs> Kimmy, hey, Jordan, Zashir. Yeah, we're going to have all of your wolf parade in. <laughs> if you had a DeLorean, where would you go? Where would you go? Uh, you can pick two. I'm going to make this longer. You and, can, and, you, and I'm saying a year or a location? You can pick, okay, I want you to pick two times and locations that you would like to go back to. I only want to go to the future. Oh, then, yes. Oh, sorry. You can go back to the future as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where are you going? To, I guess... Uh, 2,000 years in the future. 2,000 years into the future? What if the DeLorean gets incinerated? Because there is no future. <laughs> okay, where's your second? <laughs> is there not a way to find that out? I don't know. I just go blindly into the future? <laughs> also, none of the movies have indicated that that's something that could happen. <laughs> that it incinerates. Okay, so you want to go 2,000 years into the future. That's one stop. What's your second stop? 30 years in the future. Kimmy, where are you going? <laughs> 1920s Paris. Whoa! That's fun. Cool. That's one location. Where's the second one you're going to? Oh, this is going to be so similar. 1940s Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jordan, where are you going? Two places. So for some reason, I thought the question was, where would you go with someone? And I thought I had to add someone. No, no. Okay. Uh, but you can bring someone. But, uh, yeah, good. But they'll okay. probably think you're crazy that you have a time machine and not trust you. Unless and you don't have time to explain. <laughs> no, you don't. You gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay, I would go a hundred years into the future oh. just to feel it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See where we're headed. Okay. <laughs> See if I can fix anything. Um, and then I would go to 1972. Ooh. Ooh. Why specifically 1972? So that's when my parents graduated, and they had just been dating for a year. Oh, cool. You're trying to break them up. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) No, but then also I never got got to meet my my mom's dad. Oh. So I would love to see them in that, like, fresh 18-year-olds. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well... My turn. Um, <laughs> I would want to go to the Harlem Renaissance. Ooh. Yeah, I want to like fucking 
chill with those people. Like, I want to yeah. see that in action. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, but also, like, tough time for the blacks. Yes. Uh, and then I would go uh, to August 29th, about t- 10 years into the future, just to see who my partner is because I will have one 10 years from now. I have to. Otherwise, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I just got really angry thinking about being alone 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, that's where I would go. Okay, great. But if I could have multiple stops. Is there anything else you want to see 10 years from now? Nothing else? Just like what job you're doing or like where, like where you live? You know, this. <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> I, guess, I guess everybody has like many more insightful answers and I just want to see who my husband is. really came <laughs> because I, I felt bad that I didn't want anything else I, just, I didn't and want it, and I didn't mean to make you feel bad for I that I, just, I couldn't believe that you didn't want anything else <laughs> you didn't want anything not one other thing <laughs> I just want to see who he is I, don't, I need him I want him I want him I want to meet him I want to say hello Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what if you try to expedite it and then it ruins something? No. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I introduced that idea. It's definitely not going to happen that way, and it will happen perfectly. Honestly, that would be my life that I'm allowed to time travel. I find my husband. I go back in time and try to meet him earlier. He's not ready for me, and he's like, yuck, woof, I hate her. And then I'm like, oh, no. And then I go 10 years in the future, and I'm still alone hosting Why Won't You Date Me, the 30th anniversary special. And I'm like, okay, so I don't know. <sighs> well, this has been best friends. <laughs> The second episode where I've cried. <laughs> I feel like it's like the sixth oh, episode. Is it? Where you've cried. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if you want to call, call or email us, you can email 
Collins this year at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Our number is 434 897 6212. No, that's right. No, that's right. We, okay, so if you want to. Kimmy very quickly turned around a full computer. <laughs> if you want to call us, it's 424 645 7003. I think you got 424, right? Yeah. But don't call that other number. <laughs> that's probably someone's actual phone number. <laughs> yeah, please don't call them. <laughs> Oh, wow. You yeah. have a website, sashir.com. Your tour dates are up there. Yeah. My website is nicolebyerwastaken.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a bunch of dates up there. Yeah. We're doing an episode of Best Friends Live. <laughs> Best Friends Live. Yeah, we'll, huh. we'll, we'll be doing them live. Uh, you should check them out. We're really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll cry for you in person. <laughs> You don't want to see anything else? Okay, bye-bye.